This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome back to the W12 podcast, part two of our season finale. Um, we're just running through each position and players and giving them a mark out of 10 and reflecting on the season. We've done um, goalkeeper and defender and sort of the team review. We're just working through midfielders and attackers. We're joined by Duncan, Jack Supple and Ollie from up the R's. All good lads still? Yeah, all good. Yeah. Not, not too depressed. Mm. Still, still depressed, still <laughs> depressed, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ollie, mate, you're up. Mid centre midfielders. Oh. Yeah, I start off with a departure in Luke Amos. Um, I'm disappointed he's leaving, but it is the right time. Um, a lot of questions asked as to why he's still here, but you know, again, I think he's similar to several players in the past. He's got talent, but the injuries have you know destroyed him. Um, you know, I think his last season, even when he came on the pitch at times, he'd even have that goal threat. You know, we've seen him score a couple of goals, get a couple of assists here and there. And, you know, he's still, what, 24, 25? He's got talent, but those injuries, that's the problem. Um, and I feel bad doing this because I actually like the guy giving him a free just purely based on the fact that I just... I just don't like when he comes on the pitch. I don't know who he is because I don't recognise him. Cause I ain't seen him for that long, and and, and that's, that's just an issue. Um, he couldn't build up any any steam, could he? He just no. couldn't get going. And I thought he was very much a war button. War button loved him, didn't he? And, yeah. And I reckon he had an arm around him, and I think he's one of those players. You need to put an arm around him and tell him he's good, and we didn't want him. I, I'm not too sure. I don't know, but it didn't feel like Bill, especially Bill, was doing that. He yeah. seems like a player that um, gets. He's really critical of himself, and you almost see him shouting at himself yeah. when he misses the He doesn't need the crowd to be on him because he's hyper. You know, he's overanalyzing that. I mean, yeah, as you say, Ollie, he's he's just turned. He's turned twenty six. You know, he's. I think it's the right time for him to move on. I think injuries have you know really beset his career, and I think that, that he needs a change because if he's not going to you know, get a look in, he's only going to stagnate even further. I felt like the last game of the season, I said to my dad, I feel like Ainsworth said to Amos, 
go on then, like, this is your last chance. Prove to me we should keep you. And it was honestly one of the worst performances I've seen Amos put in for QPR. And it was a real shame because I, I liked him as a player. But one of those, is, is it a mentality issue again, you know, that runs through that squad. Troy was linked to Birmingham. Troy was linked to Birmingham today. Really? It was like a club that he could go to, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Send the Zell. Um oh. <laughs> I mean I'm gonna be nice because he's only he's only twenty-two and he's 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 still young. And I think I think a lot of people forget that he is only twenty-two and a lot of time when he's in the squad, he is the youngest in there. Um he's getting a f- oh twenty what is he? Twenty-four. Oh, Twenty-four. Oh god, wow. Well, yeah, I'm gonna take it back. He's getting a three. Right, he's getting a he's three. Getting a three. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only joking. I'll give him a four. I, I, I what? Think, oh. I think he's got the uh I think he's got the ability and I can see that it's there. I just think he's sloppy and he's lazy. And it, you know, he's like that bloke that you'd see in your first job that would come in a little bit late and just like walks about the place, not much to do for the first like, half an hour. And I think that is what he does. And I think his style of play is lazy. Um, and, and I think some players thrive with that. I think he needs, similar to, to Amos, I think he needs a manager to put his arm around him and say, look, this is what you're capable of. You know, this is what you can do. But I think, based on what he can be, I think he's one of the better ones. But based on what he's done on the pitch, horrendous. Um, you know, we've seen him play some really nice forward passes, but you, he'll play a forward pass in the 16th minute and you won't see him again until like he's been subbed off in 60 minutes. Woeful. Woeful. Yeah, I agree with the last comment. I, 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 he just goes missing every game. Too much. It'll it'll do a good ten minutes, fifteen minutes, twenty minutes if you're lucky. Where or you look quite, you'll go. Oh, did I was having? He's all right. And then you just won't see him. It'll just be yeah. gone, disappear, like he's not even playing. And I just don't know what he offers. Doesn't score. Doesn't assist. Doesn't tackle. Isn't got hasn't got any legs. So yeah, I think a four is generous, mate. So <laughs> I, I'm turning to like kind of side of Ollie a little bit. I feel like out of. Just who he's like midfielders he's mentioned so far. I'm I would happily have Dizel over Amos every day of the week. I think Dizel, there is something about him. I just don't think um any manager so far has managed to get him in the right position in the right team in the right formation. I feel like he kind of is always that round peg, round peg in a square hole kind of thing, or square peg in a round hole. I just don't think he. But you can't do that in a championship. Yeah. You've you've got to be more than that. You can't but just I, be a. Oh, the formation got to be right. It's just to Andre Gray last year. Like, uh, what a pass that was. We were like, like, like going mad about it. Like he has yeah, elements. It's a good pass. It, Gray did a lot of the work too, though. That is <laughs> in the turn and the finish. Like, it's a good part. It was a good pass. No. I'm not saying that. I, I, just, like, I feel like you know. He, I feel like he does get the, a brunt of it from the fans. I don't necessarily fully understand why. I think there's a lot worse in the squad than him. That's, that's me. Ben I, I, well, I think his passing ability is definitely his best best attribute. I think physically he's well off it in terms of... I don't think he's a centre mid, if I'm honest. I, I don't actually think that's his best position. I think what would he be like playing as a, a playmaking number 10? With the forward passing, the little neat passing, could he could he affect? He needs to affect games, and he doesn't affect it from deep. You know, not yeah. he's not in this team. Would he? How would he look if he was further up the pitch? He hasn't got the pace to play wide, so I can't see anything else to maybe trying him as like a a number ten behind the striker. But again, I just don't see it with him at this level. But could he do a Manning? Could he play left wing back? Could, yeah, do you know what I mean like that? 
there's there's a good left foot there. So c- can you utilize it in some way? Good footballer, but I think he's one that could be you know end up getting loaned out if we can't get a buy. Perfect. Said about a loan. If you you know let see what happens, but no, not good enough. Uh, Sorry. Sorry, Andre, if you're listening, but <laughs> uh, Richards, um, I. I'm a bit torn with this because I actually really think he could be special for us this season. Uh, no, people, yeah, I thought you'd laugh at that. I just see this bloke's talent, and you know, I, I've given him a five, um, and I'm like, extremely generous, um, <laughs> extremely generous. Probably you give more, him a five. <laughs> I know, probably more to you the fact I like him, to be fair, but he only played five minutes, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> point a minute, isn't it? I've given him a five just because of his potential, to be fair. I, I like him. And, you know, when he's come on this season, there's been a few games where I think, bloody hell, he looks all right. I can't remember which home game it was, but he came on, he made a difference. Straight away made a difference. And I think, you know, injuries, I don't think he's injury prone. I, I think there's a lot that's gone on for him on a personal level this season, obviously losing his, uh, losing his best friend and then coming out and saying, I'm not injured, I'm just not in the squad. I think he's... You know, he's one of our own as well. You know, he's he's, he's a boy of QPR. And I know, you know, I am. I wouldn't put myself in the squad, but I'd stick him in next season because I think you build around someone that's got his kind of talent. You can see quite, you, you know, you can see what he, he can do. And, and I know I know five is generous, but I just think he's going to come really good. You can come back to me at this point next season when he's got 10 goals, 14 assists or something like that. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I agree with everything you've said. Apart from the five, yeah. <laughs> so I like I haven't seen enough for him to warrant a five, yeah. But I understand your points, and I agree with what the points you're making. I feel like there is potentially a player in him. We just haven't seen enough of it, or we haven't. He hasn't been given the opportunities, yeah. Through the like through injuries and obviously through not being available for other like personal reasons. Yeah. But I just think I think five. You you obviously are you drunk? <laughs> I've had a few to be fair, but. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they're keeping him back if there was an element of keeping him back for next season which is not I don't think that was the best plan if you're in a relegation battle you need all the talented players you've got maybe yeah. but maybe there was such such a, he was so affected off the pitch we don't know that throwing him into a, a dogfight might not have been the best for his development maybe that decision was made but from a talent perspective he's a player you can tell he is a player you know Flashes away at Rotherham. Let's ignore the shoelace thing for a second because that was unbelievable. But we just—did you remember that when he he just went quiet? Oh, that, that's not even around him. And it's uh, not even schoolboy. I don't know what it was, but it was. But in that same game, he he kind of affected the play that led to the penalty um, as well. He looked quite good when he gets the ball. I don't know what is. I don't know what position he fits into in an Ainsworth team however that looks we don't know really yet but I I kind of agree with a lot of what Ollie said there I think there's a lot of potential there and you know we can only hope that he's given opportunities I mean there should be opportunities with some of the players like Willock and that who might be going so yeah Uh, obviously I don't agree with the score Ollie uh, but I do agree with the assessment yeah Uh, Samfield four no, I'm joking. joking. No, it's, <laughs> it's an eight. It's an eight. I, I, I love Samfield. I think deservedly player of the season. Um, for me, consistently the one that never really looked like he let anything get to him this season. I think he's a, he's a great player, interception and defensively just 
outstanding. I think that's probably where, for me, his ability is hits the roof. I don't think he's great on the ball, um, nor do I think he's great on the attack, but he came up with a big goal against Burnley. And uh, I, I like him. And I, I think he's someone that we I think we might get a bit of interest in in the summer. And I think he's we're going to struggle to hold on to him. And, you know, if you look at the players that are going to be worth a few million, he's up there. I'm not sure how old he is. I think he's fairly young, isn't he? He's 20, 25. Yeah. Um, if it will get a few million for him, but I sort of think that we won't only because not because of his ability. I just think a CDM, there's a lot of them about, I'm not, I, yeah, I, don't, I, I, I don't know whether I, I've got no doubt. He's a great season. And he's, um, you know, you know, every, a lot of clubs would want him, but I just don't know with the, with the money that there's not much money about whether someone would, spend their budget on a on a sad field. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a fair assessment. I think with him, it's just the fact that he is so consistently good defensively. I mean, he sits in front of the defence and, you know, I, th- I think if, if you'd taken him out of Scott at the start of the season, I would think we would have gone down. Quite quite clearly, we would have gone down without Sam Field in there. And, you know, I know a lot of people on, on Twitter, especially, you know, oh, he's, he's bad, he's bad at that. If he pulled out a step over every every game, everyone would think he's the best player in the middle of the league. He is... At a championship level, he's top-notch defensive midfielder. Sitting in front of the defence, he comes up with a little run forward or a ball. Deserved player of the season. Yeah, I think he's... Player, yeah. He played every game this season. Yeah, yeah. 46 games, yeah. And there's, there, I think there was only one other, one or two other championship players that started, outfielders that started every game. So for him to come from his injury background, that is superb. I think he developed a lot this season. Defensively, yeah, you're right. Spot, he's absolutely spot on. Puts his body in the line, on the line. He leads leads the team with his play. Yeah, he's not going to spray the ball around PLO style, and he's not going to travel with it. But you know, six foot two, six foot three, whatever he is, gets around the pitch well. Makes a lot of blocks, the most in the championship this season. Really valuable player for us as a team. Agree with Ben. I'm not sure that then reflects in a big juicy transfer fee. Someone's got to really be in love with Sam Fields, I think, to pay a lot of money for him because he's such an understated player. You don't, they don't stand out, do they? But you watch him week in, week out as a fan and in your team, you realise how precious they are. So, yeah. yeah, good player. Great season for him. Johansson. Um, really disappointed. I, I'm going to give him a four. Um and, and do you know what? It's frustrating because at the start of the season, I thought this bloke is going to be huge for us this season. You know, six goals, so two goals and six assists, which he matched his tally of last season within about seven games. And I thought this this season, huge for him. Um, and it's just been injuries again, hasn't it? I think. I remember Whether the game. Your... What game was it? Jack, do you know, it was a home game and it was his back or something or someone went into him. It was like an impact injury and he... And... And ever since, in, yeah, Norwich. I can't remember. Was it? Was that? I'm sure it was at home. Oh no, Bir- Birmingham was it at home. Birmingham at home. No, Birmingham. that was a bit more recent. It was right toward the like... way, didn't he? But I remember the home game against Hull where he, he had two assists and both of them were tackles. Do you remember? Like he made these two. Was it that game? Yeah, though, he, where... he was closing closing down yeah. brilliantly from the front. It led to a couple of goals. Didn't yeah, it? yeah. He also got two. Suicides at Wigan, didn't he? As well, if you're going to play Johansson now, you play him further forward. I've always said it. You don't play him near, near, anywhere near the defensive. I just, just injuries. That's all it is. You know, I think, I think he probably, I think he's probably feeling a little bit 
rubbish right now. He come into a club that was pushing for top six. He thinks, you know what, this is my way back to the Premier League without Fulham. He's joined because Charlie Austin basically forced him to. Austin's left. He's been playing in Swindon now and we're in 20th in the league. So I think he's probably uh, a bit disappointed with that. But ugh, who knows what will happen with him. I, I the, call it. it was um, Birmingham away. Was it Birmingham away? It was the game. Yeah. And then he, he then he didn't play for however many games after that. Came off at half time yeah. in that game. Yeah. I was there. That was that was the start of it. That was the start of yeah. this whole thing. Was that game? I was there. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Like what I was watching. Um, yeah, the end got lobbed, yeah. didn't he? And we missed oh, a penalty. Yeah. It was. We only win one in eleven after that as well. Yeah. Like that one, one in twelve. Yeah, I think the rumors came out right after that game. The Wolves rumors came out like the week after that, and it. Um, I don't know whether it, you know that, but yeah, that game was the start, wasn't it? Um, Chris was good at cheers, Ollie. Chris was going to. Give us the the sort of wingers, if you like. Tim. Um, would you say, mate? Timmy Rabunam as well. Oh, Tim. Oh, my God. Yes, please. <laughs> um, yeah, just, just quickly. It's, it's it's crazy that the second Johansson came out to me, won one in 17 as well. That's atrocious, isn't it? Mm. But yeah, no, uh, Tim for me, seven. I, I, I think that is generous, but I think... I think that guy is a special player and I think we missed him when he wasn't in the mm. squad. I think it was a slow start. I looked at him and thought, come on, mate, it's strolling about. And, you know, I think the second he started getting a bit of rhythm to him, I think he was unplayable at times. You know, there was times I was looking at him and, and, and it's just a pleasure to watch him. And I'm not going to sit here and say that he was consistently amazing all season, but for me, a player of that age, you know, being able to play like that for, for when he was on form was, was great and I really liked him I think maybe 6-7 is, is a fair score for him I think you know we'll go back to Villa season I, might, I reckon he probably might get another loan to the Championship maybe a top 6 club you know Middlesbrough or something um, I think that would be good for him I, I think he will be a Premier League player without any shadow of a doubt I liked him go on, Jack as I say absolutely agree Premier League player like in waiting might be another season of loan as well his goals came under Ainsworth, which you wouldn't have expected. Um, you know, Ainsworth seemed to play a bit further forward at times, and that reaped a few goals. He was the youngest player at the age of 19 and a half to score in consecutive home games for QPR since Antonio German in March 2010. So <laughs> wow. That was the Rabunum stat that managed to dig out. But yeah, I, I, I liked him. I think he's a really good player, sensational on the ball in terms of carrying it, you know, you know, really, really good. But he, he was a bit of a liability in his own half at times with some of those passing decisions. But it's because he's so young. He's got any he learnt on our time and he's going to be a better player for it. Just it won't be at QPR. Doug, you were very much anti-Tim at the start of the season. Well, it wasn't so much that I was anti-Tim. I just wasn't, jump, I wasn't jumping on the Tim train as early as everybody else was. Um, and I feel like I was slightly justified because he didn't have the season everyone expected him to have. Like he didn't, like, you know, he's a young lad and he didn't do as bad as half the team and he didn't go hiding as a lone player could have done. But for someone who comes with so much promise, I don't feel, even though he's young, I feel he didn't necessarily try and take games by the horns. I don't think he wanted to be that 
midfield presence he has the physicality for. But there's no denying he has a quality and I could see him in a couple of years' time being in the Prem, but he needs a couple of other loans where he's either in a ball, like a decent team, like pushing for playoffs, where he can play not with us when we are struggling. He just, I know he scored goals on the Rangers, but it just wasn't the right kind of player for us, I don't think, really, in that sense. Fair enough, fair enough. Right, on to the wingers. Dunk, you've, you're going to pick up a Doma and Cher. Yes. Right. I'm going to give you, I'm going to do Adoma first. I'm going to give him, I'm going to give you his rating first, and then I'm going to explain why. So I'll give him five out of 10, which might seem, Ollie looks shocked, <laughs> might <laughs> seem high. Okay. But my reasoning behind it is, okay, he, he's scored two goals for us this season. Both of the goals he scored were match winning goals. Um, so for, that's why I've given him a five. That's purely it. The goal. <laughs> He scored the winner in the against Watford to make when in the three two game, and he scored obviously the goal against Stoke. Like that, for, that's it. That's why he's got a five. Mm. It's Albert. He's one of our own. Like we know what you're going to get of him. He ain't going to be running the full length of the pitch anymore. He's still good to waste a bit of time coming on. But I I watched him at the last five four or five games and. His legs are, if they're not gone, they are on the verge of collapsing. Like, he looked, I mean, I got great goal at Stoke, by the way. You know, he was there, good finish. But we were watching him and we were laughing because he was struggling to get up and down that pitch massively. Um, I don't know. I think he'll be, will he be here next season? I doubt it. But he got us six points and that's what kept us up. That's what I've gone with. (laughs) That's it. No, that's, right. that's that's the reasoning behind the five. No, um, his legs are going. You know, when he that particular game when he was running, he looked like he he was carrying a suitcase behind him. Yes, he did. And you know, I, I like the bloke, and you know, I think he's a good a good guy to have around. But you know, if if he's not going to leave, just make him a coach or something. Because honestly, I I, I don't I, I feel bad saying this because I actually I give it. I think he's you know one of one of our own, but. He can't, he can't be in the championship anymore, you know. It's it's just I, I don't I don't have any words. I, you know, I know he's popped up with big goals, but you know I think if you you stick in Richard Dunn on the wing, you probably get two goals at some point in the season. <laughs> at this age God, as well, I'm yeah. loving that. <laughs> All I've got to add about Doma is. That goal at Stoke made him the oldest player to score a match winner for QPR since a 38-year-old Paul Furlong against Luton in April 2007. So that was a nice way for him to go out if he is mm. going to go out that way. He <laughs> leaves with the most substitute appearances in QPR history as well, overtaking Kevin Callan, I think he is. So, uh, yeah, he's he, he's not been a bad sign-in, apparently. Uh, oh, no. Across, across the seasons he's been he's been a pretty useful squad player and he's yeah. had some really good moments you know and the fans have really enjoyed him but yeah I, I mean you had to watch the Bristol City game on the fun I was there and yeah. overhead hit clearance he was trying to do that <laughs> goal and then just generally that whole game he was just two yards away from play at all times so I don't think he's going to add anything to the squad next year personally yeah. Right, and then so going to Ilias Chair, um, I've given him six point five, and 
again, like I said earlier, he's one of the ones that at the start of the season started off really, really well. And like that's obvious with the stats. You got three goals and six assists under Bill. And again, he was just one of those ones that suited that style of play. I felt Bill kind of got the best out of him and encouraged him to be the creative player he is. Whereas I feel Critchley and Ainsworth didn't necessarily get the best out of him. He got two goals and then one assist under Critchley and he got two assists under under Ainsworth. It's kind of, again, his form just tailed off the back end of the season, as did half the teams. Um, he, we you know, his, his chair, like he is probably our biggest asset at the minute, I would say. I feel if he's the one, like we said about him and Willock, who would go for the most. For me, he still has a little bit of consistency compared to Willock. He didn't go like missing this season as much as some of the others did. That's why I'm giving him a 6.5. I'd love to see him stay, but at the same time, if he's going to go, I'll take the money and say fair play to him because he's served us well. I wonder whether he whether he fancies a, a campaign under Ainsworth on the left. I don't, I, I don't Im, Im, imagine that that would be something he'd be relishing and he'd be on his agent. Is there anything out there for me? I don't know. Yeah, yeah but yeah, good one. I'm not, he's pushing 200 appearances for QPR now. So, you know, he's racked up a lot of games over the years. He does deliver goals and assists. I think his chance creation stats and underlying numbers are going to tick a lot of data analyst boxes when they do their sort of computer scouting of players. I think what where he falls down still is that final product, that decision-making, that extra touch, that extra little check back inside. Yes, it makes him unpredictable at times, but sometimes you do it too often and become a bit predictable as well. So I think he's got a bit bit more to do before I think a, a Premier League move comes in. But I, I, I still have this suspicion that he could well go to a, a championship club aiming for top six for a few million pounds, like Luke Freeman to Sheffield United. I know he went to the Prem, but like, I think he did anyway. But about that six million range, I wouldn't be surprised if it was something like that. Or he could go abroad, you know. Um, but, it's, you know, it's the most appearances, but... I think I'm trying to think the last player that went past 200 QPR in recent years was a newer. Mm. Yeah, he's he's been a good servant for QPR, and if he goes, I'm sure everyone will wish him the best. But yeah, I think that he's could do with another season with us developing. But again, he's 25, not you know he's not getting younger. No. He um he's he's age rush working on and hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Dobson said that he was working on his defensive work. He's certainly, in the last sort of five or six games, he was, you know, 
Christ's sake. Yeah, 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 let's, get, let's get our most creative number 10 mm. back defending. All right. I'll tell you what, let's, I don't really want to talk about Roberts, if I'm honest. We really spoke about him. I'm just going to give him a two. So whoever had him, I'm really sorry, but I just... I don't. I think enough's been said on him. He's injury nightmare, and yeah, I don't. <laughs> he'll probably. You know what? He'll end up somewhere next season on loan and score fifteen, twenty goals, guarantee. Yeah. Um, you know he's going to anyway, come back um, and score a hat trick against Willock. I I put down a two, um, and what? that's incredibly two. mean. <laughs> um, but I'm not basing it off the start of the season. I'm basing it off the other half. Maybe a two's too. I don't know. It's not. It's a season review, mate. It's a season review, but I just don't. <laughs> you know what? I think you, you can blame injuries as much as you want. He didn't want to be on the pitch half the time. And, and and for me, if someone doesn't want to be on the pitch and doesn't look like they want to be on the pitch, whether they're losing confidence in their, in themselves or not, I just don't think he wanted to be there. And I know you're going to say, well, you've scored Willock three less points than Taylor Richards, but do you know what? It's individual. On Willock's level, that's a two. Uh, On Willock's level, that's a two. I, I just, and I hope, I think it will go in the summer anyway, but it just really disappoints me that for someone that was being talked about a £15 million move this season, last season, is now looking at what, a couple of million if we don't, if we sell him now, if we keep him, which I think is vital, if we keep him and he has a good season, that's the money. But if we don't, He's gonna go for pennies, I think. I would I want to know more about why he didn't play at the end of the season. Yeah. I don't I don't wash it doesn't wash me, he's not fit enough. I don't that that didn't there's something more yeah, underlying. I don't know what it is. More, yeah. But but he's you know, we were dying for wins and to not play him, even not to play with the Bristol City game, which I thought said more than than anything. Yeah. Suggests that either Gareth something's gone on. And he's not, you know, I don't know what, or the game, Gareth Ainsworth really just doesn't fancy him in any way. But, um, but yeah, who else we got? Right, we've got Lowe. Jack, did you want to pick up Lowe? Um, yeah, I think with Lowe, another one that sort of, you know, some days he'd look good and then other games he'd just, you'd think an absolute waste of space. Um, I haven't really given Lowe too much thought, to be honest. I will probably give him four because he did chip him with some goals and assists. Um, not too many. It was like five or six goal, goal contributions across it all. But And he played in multiple positions, you know, in a, in a as a winger, in a 4-4-2, as a striker, behind the striker, you know. See, but, yeah, I mean, one of his highlights would be the assist for Martin at Burnley. You know, there's there's not a lot to shout about with Lowe. Um I wouldn't want to keep him for next season. I know he's he's only on loan and he's probably on a big contract at Bournemouth still. But yeah, I again one you shake hands and you say goodbye. Not not one to think about much longer than that. So I'll give him about four. Yeah, I think you hit it on the head there. Um, we're going to pick up. I'm going to quick pick up strikers. Um, I'll start with Dykes. I thought um, I've given I've given Dykes a six. I went I I had seven no six point five. I scribbled out and put six. I think that um, yeah, was it eight goals as he scored this season, Jack? Eight, nine goals. Yeah, eight, um, eight goals, which is our lowest for our season top. You know, for the player that's our top scorer in the squad in a season, eight goals is the lowest 
since Remy in 2012-13, who scored six. If you take out Premier League seasons, it's the lowest since Mark Nygaard in 2006 and Gareth Ainsworth in the same season, both got nine goals. So a bit of symmetry there for Gareth Ainsworth. But yeah, I think he did exceptionally well to come back from pneumonia. As so, yeah. He's a trier. Actually, I think he looked a lot better in the air um, in a two. But the problem is he's flicking it on to Chris Martin. He's not going to get there. But no, I I don't know. I, I, I Please with Dykes. I, I think he's someone that we could get money for as well, but uh, in, a, in asset terms. But, you know, you look at some of the players that t- phoned it in this season and you look at Dykes and how he came back from a hospital stint. Can't fault him, you know, character-wise. Though. He, um, I think he had a good start and a good end. Uh, middle yeah. got lost somewhere and obviously got ill. Um, the, the, the challenge with Dykes is, and we always say, he isn't going to be a natural... He'll have a purple patch where he might score four, five, six, maybe, you know. But he isn't someone who's going to prolifically score your goals because he doesn't have that natural goal-scoring instinct that you need in the championship. And I think that the problem with Dykes is we put too much pressure on him. Not pressure, but too, we, we, you know, he, we started the season with him and Bond and Sinclair. As you, you know, I know we had hopes that Roberts might be able to play up there, but, but, you know, that is a lot of pressure for him. We played a lot of ninety minutes. You know, it's difficult for him to, you know, to I thought I think considering he isn't playing up front on his own a lot of the time as well. I was going to say, um, you know, you asked the question earlier about why why are Luton continuing to do so well when they change managers and stuff? They've got five or six strikers in this. Well, squad. well, we'll get to that. that's one of my that's what I've put for one of the big changes is we need big better options. He, he's, he'll be fine up there. If we get another two decent strikers who oh. can fill in. I think he'll I think he'll be fine up there. But um, yeah, but yeah, I thought he was okay. I gave him gave him a six. I think there's bigger problems than Dykes in this team. I think. Um, I've put Bon on here only because I've mentioned it already. Like, I don't know why we started him, why he's still here in the summer. What what was the thinking behind that? Someone needs to be accountable for just Macaulay Bon in general, buying him and then keeping him this summer was an incredible decision. Um, so I've, I, I give him a one, but it was I want to put him in here because I just thought it was just ridiculous. And we, how many appearances did he make? Did he even, we couldn't even rely on him when we needed him, could we? Oh, he was. Total shite. Yeah, nine games. But I think my favourite stat of the season was the Yang had a better shot conversion rate. Than <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, not good enough. Terrible signing. Um, Martin, I, I, I'm dreading the fact that we're going to sign him in this again. I really am, and and I don't. He has wasn't terrible. I gave him a five. I think that's pretty fair. I think he come up with some good goals, important goals. Uh, Jack, you not sure you agreed with that, but. But let me know in a sec. But I feel like he come up with some important goals, right? And he's come in to do a job that he was supposed to do. But remember, he was brought in for Dykes, wasn't he? He wasn't brought in to play alongside him. And I feel like that's where we're going to... I'm just worried that we're going to start the season with him and Dykes up front, Dickie and Dunn and Kakai as you, and Johansson in field. I don't know why I've got this weird feeling that that's how we're going to start the season. Um, but I gave him a five and... and yeah, thanks for thanks, but move on was my thinking. Yeah, and um, sorry, but you say something? No, it's, it's, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, you agree. Yeah, Jack, you didn't agree, mate. I'll keep yeah. No, I agree with the assessment, but and I think the context of how he came into the team, why he was signed, was a little bit disappointing in the sense that we didn't have anyone, you know, Targbo, the, the big striker, couldn't come in from the the B team to play 
five or six games or you know there weren't there wasn't another option that we could bring in through the youth team which is a bit of an indictment on the setup behind the scenes in my opinion but in terms of Chris Martin the player I think he's a fantastic link player he always has been um he's not great he's not like a, he's got a big leap or anything but if you play the ball into his chest and feet he will link the play and knit, and knit it really well and I like I have a soft spot for those sort of strikers but and, you know, four goals in 16 appearances for QPR. He chipped in, he played his part, he scored some big goals towards the end of the season. But I do agree, you know, another one, you shake hands and you say, thanks a lot. Yeah. And try and find a better, younger alternative. But as you say, he's been he's been offered a deal, hasn't he? They're in talks or something like that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And again, as you say, is, is that a red flag? You know? Yes. Massive. Yeah. Um, to quickly end on Sinclair. Um, I was a bit torn with Sinclair, you know, because he hasn't played a lot of games. He's missed a lot through, I don't know what, a few, a bit through injury, probably a bit through resting, a bit through, we had a little stint of playing him in the 21s, but um, there's certainly something there, isn't there? There's a talent and we need to unlock it. And we have certainly haven't. I don't know how he's been mismanaged this season, in my opinion. Um, either we send him out on loan, we said we should have sent him out on loan this season, or he plays more games, right? The, the, Putting him in and taking him out for four weeks doesn't hasn't helped him in any way, right? Um, and he came on at Burnley and showed him what he's all about. His decision making is 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 questionable, and I still think he should go out alone next season. I don't, you know, League One, play every week, ten get ten fifteen goals behind you, come back next the season after, and, and he can be you know massive for us. I don't know whether we'll do that, but I think we should. I think we should keep him. And, and mm. you know, I've watched a lot of. Uh streams a season of the games and and every single time he comes on within about five minutes you've got the commentators of the you know West Brom fan channels etc saying oh like oh god this guy's this guy's got it he's a good player and and whether you look what you know whether whether you're a someone that wants him to go down to league one or not you can't deny that when he comes on he causes issues down that way pace mate it's pace pace and it's pace but we 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 need to play him there. That's what I'm saying. Or, or yeah. use him more. Like, you know, it, oh, that's what frustrates me. It's, I think I would keep him. Yeah. It's end product, isn't it? it it's, that's the problem. It's end product. But he's only he's only a kid. You know, I think I want to keep him because I think he can be vital in, in that, you know, bring him on in the 70th minute, just stick him on the wing. He, he makes a difference. But I also love the idea of him going down League One. Someone like Stevenage who would just come up. They would absolutely love him. Uh, he gets 10, 15 goals. Suddenly he's got that confidence. You know, if, if he, I'd love him to go on Steven as well, same way Cher did. I feel the same. I think he's a player with bags of potential. He's got great, like, attitudes. You, you know, he comes across, big personality sort of guy, a bit mad. Physically, he's unbelievable. Like, his, his physical attributes are Premier League, right? Yeah. You know, the athleticism's off the charts. The decision making, he's still so raw and he's positionally that all the coaches or the managers, you hear the odd comment that he's got a lot to learn. But I think Richard Dobson said something that he's quite, he's really excited about working and molding Armstrong. And I think could that mean that he's a player, you know, and someone, and I think I was disappointed not to see him play more after the Burnley appearance. So I thought that was arguably his best, most impactful yeah. appearance, the way he tore their centre backs apart, he, you know, drew fouls. He, got QPR up the pitch when they needed to look to threat. And that's what we want from him. I was he's emotional, to... isn't he? He's explosive. He's emotional. I think that gets the better of him sometimes. He needs to learn. 
Because if, yeah. if a manager's going to put their trust in you and you're going to yeah. go out there and... Yeah, and he's 19 and you think he should have been on loan this season. Yeah. Um, that was poor management, you know, not you know, from any specific manager, but more just from a, a decision-making level at the club. And, yeah, I think begrudgingly I'd send him on loan next season and give him that full season, full fitness, because he hasn't done that. And he, that seems to be an issue of him staying fit. So... You need, I think he needs a season in League One and we need to supplement our squad with, you know, proper strikers for next season and then bring him in as an option when he's more experienced. There's nothing that's stopping us from loading him out and bringing him back in January. You know, if he's going to be that good like we think he is, then he's got 10 goals behind him, bring him back. Oh, I'd like to see him starting up with Dykes. <laughs> yeah. like to see, I'd like to see him and Dykes start up to top, have a bit of pre-season together, see what they can actually do. Maybe try and form a partnership. Yeah. Anyway, lads, that's everyone. Thank you for that. Um, people listening, let us know if you probably don't agree with some of them, but let us know your views. <laughs> Just quickly end on a um, couple of best and worst moments. Dunk, what was what, what have you got for best your best moment of the season? Um, it's it's quite going well. I reckon I don't know. If we might have the same one for this. Some of us, but it's just got to be the win at Burnley. Like that win basically meant we survived and we stayed up. Like there's no bigger moment in the season for me than that. Like as soon as we got that win, that was it. You knew realistically we weren't going to go down and all the like pain and torch we've suffered was over. We weren't going into League One to suffer even more. So that for me was the highlight of the season. Anyone got anything different? Um, I... Originally, do you know, I think the Burnley one was great. I, I just think that goal from Dieng, I, I, the excitement I felt when that went in was just—I know it wasn't—it wasn't even, you know, huge moment. I just think the, that really felt like a classic QPR moment, back full game, and then that happens. I think also Norwich away for the Twitter stuff afterwards—that was <laughs> golden. Yeah, kissing gate. I was going to say yeah. that. <laughs> that one was good. Kiss the gate, yeah. So no one's best moment was when Mick Bill announced he was staying. You're telling me? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean my mine. My first choice was the Burnley, but I, a second option I thought of was when we smashed Cardiff at home. Yes, they had ten men, but went top of the league. You know, the fans were leaving the stadium singing, "We're top of the league." I for the first time felt like oh, we could do something here, and. It was just that bit of hope, you know, that was one of the best feelings yeah. of the season. But I do agree. I think Burnley overshadows it all because it was the relief and unexpected win. So, I, yeah. I also had down Willock against Borough. I was there. The atmosphere was that, that game. I don't know. I, that was it a really so long ago. Oh, mate, yeah. But that was some moment. Um, so we've got worst moment, Ollie. You want to lead on that, mate? I think that's very self explanatory. Black ball. Um, <laughs> You know, I thought when we when we succeeded too, I actually thought we were going to win. And then when actually, do you know, worst moment is this is me about four pods in saying that we're going to go up. <laughs> I wrote it down, mate. I was just about to say. Honestly, I've you know my Luton mates asked for prediction at the start of the season. I said, "All right, I reckon you might get top ten, be a good season for you." They're at Wembley. We're in twentieth. So yeah, fantastic. I I. I... I I didn't put Blackpool. I know that it was bad, and yeah. it was bad. Yeah. But I think 
for me, I put, well, obviously I put Beal leaving. I thought as a side note, but, but away from that, I put Coventry, and the reason I put that was because that game I reflected and I thought we are going down here, like literally going down. Like that night was horrible. I've like I know Blackpool, but we were still a lot of games to go. It was you know you could put that as a bad day in the office. You know we had a lot of them, but yeah, I put Coventry. So that was also mine, Ben. You know, but yeah. I'll give you a backup one, um, and it's more of a cumulative moment. It's just when all these ex QPR players kept scoring against us. Yeah, we had six different players score against us this season. They used to play QPR: Jack Clark, Hendrick, Hugel, Bowler, Freeman, Wells. It just felt like, just on top of everything that was going on, this was just like a, a really strange added narrative just being chucked our way for fun. It's like, what else can we throw in this season? So, mm. Dunk anything else, mate? Or uh, I also had the um, Rotherham game as a low point. Like that, that was, was a low point. That was a low like two three weeks, wasn't it? Weeks, yeah, Wigan. Oh. Like it kind of felt like Ainsworth thought like these teams are below us in the table. Let's try and actually see if I can get a team to play football. And we got absolutely pummeled by Rotherham, Wigan, and Blackpool in the space of what a month. Like. It was just a horrendous time. And mm. that's when I really kind of thought we are in massive, massive trouble. We can't even beat our relegation rivals. Like, we could easily go down now. So, so overachiever yeah. then, Jack? I've gone for Aaron Drew. Oh. Mostly because I think, you know, he, he's come out of nowhere and had to fill plug a hole when we were really desperate. I'm not saying his performances means he's a championship player, but he clearly is a player that probably needed to be playing at a lower level. So for me, I think he overachieved a lot by coming in and doing a job and doing fairly okay. So, yeah, not loads to sing about this season, but I thought I'd go a bit left field there. So Aaron Drew is an overachiever. Anything else, lads? No, I put no one. Oh, I put, put no um, one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, just I was surprised picked, you um... didn't put Richards. <laughs> <laughs> I picked um, Kenneth Powell. Just I thought I wasn't didn't yeah, have I any did, expectations did have any expectations for what he was going to be able to come in and do. I thought left back on a free from the Dutch league like could go either way here. And yeah, I felt he he was one of the shining lights of the season for us really. And uh, underachiever, <laughs> who'd you go for? I went for um, I went for Roberts and slash Dazelle. Yeah, I mean I went dog Ricky. Rob Dickey, who again just mm. fell off the planet, awful. Mm. Yeah. yeah, anything else, Obviously. everyone? Uh, Willick and Dieng. Oh, Willick, yeah. Oh, I just think about, like, I had so such high expectations for both of them. Um, they just, yeah, form fell off the planet, didn't it? Yeah, and what? I, I, go on, Tyler. go on, Jack. Yeah, I put Tyler Roberts waste of space in brackets and then, mm. uh, I also had the Yang because mm. I feel like yeah he really has been quite below where he should be. Just to end then, um, the biggest change, one biggest change you'd make, one change that that <clears throat> if you if we could make, and, it, and it's it's a much tougher question than it probably sounds. Um, is anybody going to start with this one? I'll start. And I'm expecting to get some absolute abuse on socials 
I would get rid Hope of Gareth Ainsworth. <laughs> Might oh, change. I don't. I honestly don't see the season going anywhere underneath him next year. I feel that I reckon by October we could be replacing him. I just don't think the recruitment. I don't think we've got any budget for him. I don't think the team we've got now is set up for him. I just can't see without an absolute mm -hmm. massive rebuild job. I can't see how this team works under him. And I feel like it was a panic appointment to try and please the fans at the time when there was rumours of protests. Nothing's changed, in my opinion. We stayed up by the skin of our teeth, pretty much to other teams' misfortunes rather than our own performances. I've seen nothing that makes me think we're going to have a good season next season. We're under Ainsworth. I and think, I'll, I'll, I'll take the abuse now. <laughs> I think in an, in an ideal world, if the club was run like relatively smoothly and we were recruiting sensibly, I'd be like, yeah, on paper, Ainsworth doesn't seem to be the right fit. And I would have concerns that he's going to be the solution. He kept us, you know, well, he navigated us to safety in the end, but that probably warrants him getting time but into next season. But for me, I think, I would go a bit higher up than Ainsworth. I don't think it's always the managers at this point. I do think that it's amazing that there's not been any sort of resignations handed in at right now. There's not been any Absolutely. announcements about it. I think my biggest change would be Les Ferdinand. I think... He said it. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think he has done a good enough job when you assess his whole tenure here. He's probably done a lot of good stuff behind the scenes as well. There's been, But there's been so much money wasted and I think we still don't have absolute clarity and what he is responsible and accountable for but you have to look at these senior people and I think he's one of them that as he may be over underachieved sorry so you know there's a lot of heat for him on social media and you know amongst the fans and I think it, you know it's quite it's warranted in places that begs the bigger question is, if we get rid of Ainsworth, do you trust Les Ferdinand to bring in someone else? And, and even yeah. if he does who's to say that person is going to do any better and that's the challenge isn't it you know ollie what were you what did you go for mate? um i think our signings um and i don't mean signing best players i mean have a different different technique stop signing players that are injury prone and free and start signing players that have i'm not asking for us to sign you know big players I, i'm saying dip into League One, League Two, go abroad. Something new, not not the same with these free agents who've been released because they're injury prone. Go abroad. So, you know, you look at some of the players that have been bought in from, you know, clubs like, like so Kante is about 300k, Mares 400k, um, Neil Morpé, Brentford was less than that. This is so many, even Chris Willock was bought in from abroad and he was, what, 350, 750, something like that. Change the structure, and we might. And that was Bamford. Who did, uh, Bamfield who did that. We brought him in. Yeah, we recommended it. Nothing to do with our scouting or anything like that. It was yeah. a recommendation that come in. And yeah, I agree, Ollie. We need to get whatever our current strategy is for signing players. We need to put it in the shredder. We need to start again about how we yeah. and throw every name that we had and start again. I don't know what that looks like, but I put strikers aside from Les Ferdinand. Um, I just want us to sign a few strikers. I'm just fed up with just having one or two options, three options. Yeah. Go out and get three or four. I don't know what that looks like or who, but that's what I put. 
And I think I agree, Les Ferdinand. Someone, if it's not Les Ferdinand, someone needs to be accountable for last season. I want to see it visually. I don't know. Again, it might not be Les Ferdinand, but someone, somewhere, we need a change. Whether that's board, whether that's Lee Hughes, whether it's, you know, I just want to. See, and like Jackson, I cannot believe we have not already someone's left or mutual because I just cannot believe it. And if we get to this point, it is just same. I, I I dread to think where we're going to end up. Staying up has definitely saved a few heads from rolling. Mm. That's that's the basic. If we'd gone down, people would have gone. We haven't gone down. People haven't gone. That's the be all and end all. That's the problem. Yeah. Realistically, yeah. we could easily change the whole board and I still don't think we'd be better off. <laughs> all right lads well let's 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 end it there um thanks for all your time that was, that was a long one that one um thank you everyone for listening throughout the season um numbers just keep going up and up and up every episode so um yeah we'll go again next season and um keep giving bringing guests on and doing this podcast and any feedback when anyone wants to come on you know this is for, for the fans so so let us know we'll get you on and um yeah have a great everyone have a great summer Let's try and forget this season <laughs> if we can. Yeah. <laughs> Look forward right, to the season. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. Yours. 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 Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.